Hello and welcome to the Reorg Europe podcast, the first of 2019. My name is Sean Kureshi and I'm a legal analyst in London. With me today, I have financial analyst Lawrence Fitzpatrick and senior reporter Jayshree Kalia. This week, we will be looking at DIA, the Spanish chain, and the proposed restructuring of New Look. Lawrence, previously we have written about Spanish supermarket chain DIA. It is facing a debt maturity in 2019 and is attempting a highly dilutive rights issue to shore up its balance sheet. What's the latest on that? So DIA is pressing ahead with its attempt to execute a 600 million euro rights issue in the face of nearly 500 million euros of maturities in 2019. Now, the rights issue is large in the context of the market cap, uh, which is approximately 275 million. And it looks particularly ambitious given that DIA's largest shareholder, Letter One, uh, which owns a 29% stake in the company, has not committed to the capital increase. Now, Letter One is believed to be making debt haircuts a condition of its support, but we believe that disagreements go well beyond just the issue of debt reduction. And this is exemplified uh, by the resignation of several high-profile Letter One appointed directors from DIA's board. Now, while DIA has secured an underwriting commitment from Morgan Stanley for the rights issue, uh, this is, we believe, subject to a very lengthy uh, set of conditions, uh, so it's hard uh, to rely upon this. Thanks. So what is the status of the rest of DIA's debt negotiations? DIA's agreed, subject to one final creditor approval, uh, a debt refinancing amounting to €896 million and consisting in two parts of uh, €215 million of new short-term financing and up to €681 million of new working capital facilities. Now, these facilities mature at the end of May, which is before the maturity of the 306 million uh, unsecured bond, which matures in July. And notably, a failure to complete the rights issue constitutes an event of default under the new facilities. Now, we do not know the seniority status of these new facilities, but believe uh, it's likely that they will rank senior to the existing debt. So how is the situation likely to play out from here? We essentially see DIA as a binary situation uh, and outcomes are highly dependent on the success of the rights issue. Now, if the rights issue is successful, uh, we see the 2019 bonds being repaid and thus they're likely to trade to par from their current level uh, of approximately 75. We also believe that the other two bonds, the 2021 and 2023 uh, unsecured notes, uh, will trade up substantially uh, as the rights issue would enable sufficient debt pay down to make the capital structure sustainable on an ongoing basis. Uh, Currently, the 2021 and 2023 bonds trade about 60 and 65, respectively. So what does the recovery value look like if the rights issue fails? Should the rights issue fail, uh, the situation is likely to result in in an insolvency scenario involving either reduction in principle or potential equitisation of bond claims. We see recovery value for the bonds in the range of 60 to 75, based on our mid-case enterprise value of 1.6 billion. However, regarding recoveries, there are very substantial uncertainties here uh, due to the negative working capital balance that DIA runs with, which stands at around 700 million euros, which would need to be financed, likely at a super senior level in any going concern workout. This results in a wide range of potential recovery outcomes, but in our worst case scenario for both FX and operations, bond recoveries would drop below 50, uh, and stressing for working capital needs higher, um, bond recoveries could be substantially uh, below 50. Great, so how likely is the rights issue to be a success? 
Well, what is clear is that there is a substantial chance that letter one will not support the issue. Uh, furthermore, Deere would have to put the rights issue to a shareholder vote, and the size of letter one's 29% stake could make it very difficult for the issue to pass. Now, the equation here is that Deere needs 50% attendance and a simple majority at the first call, and 25% attendance with a two-thirds majority at the second call. So, in light of this, it's clear that Letter One could mount a highly credible attempt to block the deal. So, investors certainly should not be taking the success of the rights issue for granted. Thanks, Lawrence. Now on to New Look. Jayshree, can you summarise the recent events in New Look this week? We've seen a new restructuring plan for the British retailer. Sure, Sean. So a committee of bondholders, including Breit, CQS, Alcentra and Avenue, which hold half of New Look's senior secured notes, have negotiated a deal to write off 900 million of the group's debt and reduce leverage to 4.8 times from 16 times in, in exchange for 92% of equity. On Thursday, New Look Belgium filed for insolvency because performance has been below expectations and the necessary sales are just not being achieved. While this is just six stores that are closing, it marks the start of what could be a series of closures within its non-core international markets. Now, those familiar with the situation may remember that the group said in October last year that it was planning to close 120 of its stores in China as part of this plan. Great. So what are the headline terms of the company's latest deal? Well, the plan has slashed group debt from £1.35 billion to £350 million. New Look's 700 million 6.5% senior secured notes and 415 million euro floating rate secured bonds will be swapped into 20% equity and a new 250 million 12% pick toggle 2024 bond. The fashion retailers unsecured bonds will be completely wiped out. Bondholders are also providing an 80 million bridge facility, which will be used to pay 50 million of advisory fees, and some 20 million will pay Breit's factoring facility. Whatever is left will flow into the company's cash balance. The bridge facility will eventually be refinanced by 150 million in new money bonds, and investors will be incentivized to participate with 72% of equity post-reorganization on offer. The 250 million of new notes will rank pari passu to the 150 million new money bonds. That's a huge amount of debt being wiped out. How will this affect the group's balance sheet? Well, management expect net leverage to reduce from around 16 times core EBDA today to about five times post restructuring and then down to three times by 2021. The transaction would also result in a halving of cash interest to about 40 million from 80 million. Okay, so what does investor support like for this new plan? Is a shareholder break on site? Absolutely. Um, Breit, the group's main shareholder, controls around 18% of the existing senior secured notes. 
after the transaction, rates will hold between 27 million and 53 million of new money bonds, depending on the take-up of other senior secured note holders, and between 18% and 30% in equity holding, depending on the take-up of other senior secured note holders and bridge facility holders. At this stage, it looks like at least a majority of the senior secured holders are on side. Okay, so uh, what about the implementation of the plan? What's that going to look like? Now, the company is considering using an English scheme of arrangement to implement the restructuring. This would require approval of 75% by value of each class of debt and 50% by number. However, this is not the only possible implementation route. Under the bond documentation, a 90% majority is needed to amend the money terms of the indenture. Newlook expects to submit a utilisation request under the new bridge facility on January the 23rd to receive funds not later than January 28th. Thanks, Jayshree. That's all from us at Reorg. Thank you for listening and we will be back in two weeks.